Welcome to the eighth episode of Phenomenal Woman Wednesdays. I am your host, Dr. Saran Nataki. Thank you for joining. Welcome to Power 365 Phenomenal Woman Wednesdays. This podcast will address issues ranging from what is a phenomenal woman? Are you enough? Community service, paying it forward, the manifestation of dreams with words and action, the power in being a woman, the men who support phenomenal women, fashion, and much more. Stay tuned. Hello, welcome back. Thank you for tuning in to Phenomenal Woman Wednesdays. I initially had a um, another episode planned for you, uh, but in light of the tragic news of uh, Kate Spade's um, suicide, I thought it most befitting to address this issue. Uh, Kate Spade was found uh, in her home on Tuesday morning, um, death by hanging. And so um, it has been reported that she was very depressed and had been depressed um, over the recent years and um, even had a fear of seeking treatment just based upon um, public uh, backlash and um, uh, fear of stigma associated with uh, being tied to a mental illness. And so I wanted to talk to you all today about uh, just that topic, mental illness, um, the stigma attached to seeking treatment, and even when it comes to uh, familial support and um, really having a very clear understanding of what mental illness is. Um, I shared with you all, uh, you know, during the first episode uh, that now, my mother is um, schizophrenic. She was diagnosed as a schizophrenic um, in her early 20s. And um, and so I have grown up with a very front row seat uh, into mental illness and all of the um, challenges, I guess I should say, with uh, seeking treatment, maintaining treatment, compliance with medications, the family dynamics, and um, and, and all that goes into keeping a person well uh, and, and having them even acknowledge um, their illness and even um, the individual uh, having to really come to terms with the, the recognizing the need for help. And so um, the first thing I'd like to talk about is um, when there is a need for help, if uh, you yourself ever find yourself in a situation where um, you do, you are in a position that you you acknowledge and realize that um, there needs to be some intervention in your life, and with respect to the stigma of uh, seeking mental uh, care for or, or treatment for mental illness, um, I can say this. You know, I think that in some cultures, there is a a really big uh, push for um, not really acknowledging mental illness for what it is, something that's um, not really uh, tied to um, any type of diagnosis, so to speak, but more of a spiritual complexity. Um, The the feeling that um, mental illness can be prayed away, uh, that it is something that is... um, outside of the scope of formal treatment um, and that um, there's a there's a tendency to not culturally relate to um, seeking treatment and so I, I'd like to just offer you this um, you know 
absolutely we have a higher power and absolutely there is power in prayer. I absolutely endorse praying. Praying should always be done and um, even with a, a physical illness um, and, or, and or a mental illness. However, uh, there are times when there needs to be intervention beyond prayer in addition to prayer. Uh, God gives us uh, many people with many talents to be able to provide service. And one of those services is mental illness um, treatment. And so uh, even over the course of, I'd say, the past century or so, um, the treatment involved with mental illness has evolved tremendously. Uh, We've gone through a very... um, a rustic approach to treating the mentally ill um, to where they're just shunned away and locked away, you know, in the in the earlier part of the 1900s to um, now really having a clear understanding, a more clear understanding of the chemical imbalances that might take place, what needs to be replaced um, in, a, in an individual that um, has um, these imbalances. And, and oftentimes, just by seeking... Um, you know, treatment and receiving medication, that can be a very huge, um, life-changing event for someone, someone who can go from being um, non-functional to being very, very functional. Um, Their, you know, mental illness is um, something that robs many, many talented people um, from their life potential. And so um, it's imperative to um, really knock down the stigma attached with um, seeking care um, and tying uh, these stigma to people who are who are really in need and really have to um, seek that intervention. The next piece of information that I think is very important to note is um, the importance of having family support or external support, family and friends. Um, I can tell you uh, two stories. Um, one. Um, being an example of, uh, you know, using my mother as an example, and another uh, with the example of um, a very dear friend. Um, So my mother, as I said, was diagnosed in her early 20s with uh, schizophrenia. And, um, you know, my father really had, he was very forward thinking when it came to um, mental illness, to be quite honest with you. I think that um, most uh, People who are, you know, initially hit with uh, mental illness really don't know what they're looking at or really, really struggle with, you know, how to um, manage uh, helping someone who is struggling with mental illness and even the, the struggle with helping them realize that they really need help. And so for him, you know, he was really forward thinking and seeking out the resources that she needed to really um, get herself in a position where she could be stable and functional, uh, functional in their marriage and as, a, as well as being functional as a mother. Um, I think that uh, her family uh, really had a hard time accepting um, that she was uh, truly mentally ill. Uh, my mother was the youngest of seven children. And so, um, you know, there was, um, I, I think, <laughs> quite a bit of time before there was a true acknowledgement. I mean, and when I say quite a bit of time, I don't mean like a year or two. 
I mean like 10 years <laughs> before um, the family really truly acknowledged that it, there was really an issue um, that really did require intervention and treatment. Um, I mean, there were times when um, our family would be really, um, uh, I mean, I'll just be very transparent with you. You know, um, my mother's siblings really didn't agree that she was mentally ill and thought that there was something wrong at home and um, and really tried to disrupt our our family unit. And there were times when that, those kinds of disruptions were very difficult, um, trying to manage and work through them. Fortunately, you know, my father was very committed to um, our family unit, and so um, he he persevered through all of those attempts. But the blessing in that is whenever her family did intervene and they were able to spend intimate time with her, they really had an opportunity to see up close and personal that um, the um, the issues surrounding her mental illness were really real and she really did have to take medication to be in a position where she was stable. For my mother, um, she really had more of a um, a successful outcome in terms of, I mean, there were other, you know, there are other things that come out of, um, just as a woman, as a, as a human being, as a person who lives with the challenge of taking medication daily and, um, and having to have those medications switched and, um, what happens when you're, you know, transitioning from one medication to another and, and, and the gaps in care that might be associated with that. But, with respect to her um, have, being able to have a family, um, have a marriage, and be supported, um, she was really fortunate in that way because uh, my father was there. He stayed uh, in, in our home, and he continued to be her husband, and he continued to love her and support her um, through all of her challenges and really did... Um, hold the rein in terms of um, keeping track of her appointments and medication and compliance and, you know, noticing when um, the behaviors began to shift and, and noticing when, you know, maybe there needed to be a tweak to the medication and really being present at her appointments with her psychiatrist and really, um, really just being a partner in her care. And my mother really welcomed it. So over time, she began to really, um, depend upon him to be there to um she was able to to relax in that support and that was really really a beautiful thing that is not the case in um a lot of families um i have another dear friend whose um family you know they she, they really struggled with um accepting her mental illness at the onset and also really struggled with uh, how to best support her. Um, no blame placed at all. It, it's a very difficult uh, set of circumstances, and especially when um, you're no longer living in the home um, with someone who is struggling and really just trying to come to terms and acknowledging that there is a mental illness. Unfortunately for my dear friend, she did not have the benefit of having um, that same level of support that my mother experienced with my father. And sadly, her life ended, and and she was um, she was discovered alone in her apartment, um, deceased, and so um, and I, and I miss her dearly. I, I still. 
think about her very, very often. And it's just a reminder of what can happen when that level of understanding really isn't there. Even if you do understand, um, there's always that risk. She went on to, um, after her diagnosis and um, just really trying to come to terms with um, stabilizing herself, highly intelligent, um, she, she lost custody of her daughter and um, I think from that point really struggled with um, trying to maintain her person and oftentimes doing that alone. And, and that in itself is very tragic. But I think a lot of those um, difficulties, again, come with the stigma that's uh, attached to um, needing medication. And I always equate it to this. I, I, I use this analogy. If you're diagnosed with diabetes um, and you are told that, or a person is told that they are insulin dependent, um, then they need to take the insulin in order to um, promote their life, right? So they need to take the insulin. If a person is hypertensive and has really put um, made life changes that are, are really, uh, uh, they've done all that they can do in terms of taking control over their, uh, their overall health, and they still are hypertensive, and need medication, then they need the medication. The same is true uh, for mental illness. If a person is has a has a mental imbalance and um, they're done, they're doing all that they can do um, to really maintain their overall mental wellness and balance. Um, then, you know, maybe they need medication, and there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing um, that um, that person requested or asked for. It doesn't make them a bad person. It just makes them human. And to be quite honest, um, mental illness is very, very common. And so um, it's really important that we give ourselves a break and we break down the, um, we tear down the stigma associated with uh, mental illness and seeking treatment because all that we're doing is uh, perpetuating um, a, an environment that's unsafe. It's unsafe for our mothers, our brothers, our sisters, our children, our cousins, our aunties, our uncles. It's unsafe. If they don't feel comfortable and safe um, to acknowledge that there's a problem and seek treatment openly, um, then we're really putting them all at risk. And it's really our responsibility to really change the face of mental illness and acknowledge that, uh, you know, the mentally ill just look just like you and I. And so um, with that said, um, that really is the message that I want to put out on this Wednesday um, in honor of um, our fashion icon, uh, Kate Spade. Take care and... We'll chat next week. Thank you for tuning in to Power 365 Phenomenal Woman Wednesdays. I believe that every woman gifts the universe with her own strengths and unique characteristics. Simply because she is born, the universe benefits. Every woman is growing, learning, and evolving. On this channel, only positive seeds are sown, no matter how flawed the soil. Take care and have a phenomenal Wednesday.